0: Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show, as always. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a really fantastic episode. It'll be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every week. I've been thinking about the current situation with the coronavirus lately, as I'm sure we all have. There's certainly a lot of fear going on, not just fears about our health, but fears around what is happening with our economy as well. In all the years I've been doing this show, I have found that the most successful people operate in spite of whatever fear they may be facing, rather than giving into it. Believe it or not, there is an opportunity here for you. Napoleon Hill says in Think and Grow Rich that every adversity carries with it a seed of equal or greater opportunity. Those who expand their thinking, those who expand their marketing, those who use this opportunity to get better for themselves and for their business... Those are the ones who come out way ahead in the end, just like it did in our last recession. There's still abundance all around. The question is, how will you take advantage of this? And with all that in mind, here we are with my very special guest this week, Scott Duffy. He's been on the show two previous times. This is his third appearance on Success Profiles Radio. How are you today, Scott? I
2: am doing awesome, Brian. You know I'm your biggest fan.
1: Uh, thank you, and I'm a huge fan of yours too. So I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself. I know some things have changed since the last time you've been on our show.
2: Well, I just want to keep it really brief because we have so much to talk about today with all that's going on in the market. So, you know, just at a real high level, I you know, I started my career in the training business working um with Tony Robbins. Um, I was very early in consumer internet. Um, I was early stage and helped to launch a series of companies that became these, these cool brands like CBS Sports.com and NBC Internet and Fox I started a company that was, um, like Expedia, but for private jets and I sold it to Virgin and, um, I ran it for kind of Richard Branson's group and that group, uh, for a couple of years. But I think as it relates to what we're going to talk about today, you know, I was a guy that, that made so much money I made millions of dollars and really had this like of successes and then everything changed and it happened like that and it happened in a heartbeat in 2008 when the market crashed and i'm a guy that went from feeling like i had so much living my dream to almost overnight you know losing it felt like losing everything losing all of our money going you know nearly four hundred thousand dollars in debt um Gosh, what else happened? Pregnant with the first baby, uh, had the first baby, pregnant with the second. We um, lost uh, lost my job. We lost the company, and it all happened in a matter of months. And the thing is, and then I had to go through that period of kind of rediscovery, and all that's great now, and all that's behind me. But here's the thing. When I look back, I wish I had one thing. I wish – I had somebody that told me what to do as an entrepreneur and how to respond in this type of market. And so I'm so happy that you and I are on the phone today, Brian, or on the radio today, Brian, because um, that's what I've done. I've really spent the last 10 years building you know, a, a strategy, like a really systematic approach to dealing with financial crisis um, in your business. And, and I'm just so happy and excited to be here today.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a really great episode. So let's go ahead and start the show. I would love to ask though, you have had some amazing lessons from some amazing entrepreneurs and uh, you've worked with Tony Robbins. You also worked with Richard Branson. What are some of the greatest lessons that you've learned?
2: Well, I, I, I mean, I, I've learned a, a whole bunch of stuff, you know, working, you know, with those people and, um, you know, from how to think big, how to take an idea to market, how to grow it and scale it when it's there and, um, how to position a company for, uh, for, you know, an IPO, a sale, acquisition, some kind of financing event. And the thing is, um, there were a lot of people that I was talking to, you know, a week ago who had companies that were jamming. You know, it's like they were doing everything right. They had the, you know, the perfect idea. They had the perfect plan, the perfect team. They were executing flawlessly. You know, a week ago, it felt like the financial markets were stable and, and they were getting ready for really big things in 2020. And then it was like something out of nowhere came and bam, everything changed in a heartbeat. And I think that the real tipping point for us was last Tuesday night. I was actually speaking on Tuesday at an event in Ojai um, to a bunch of yogis, a bunch of folks in, in the yoga business, and these people had been in session the entire day. Um, kind of, I was the last um, speaker um, of the evening, and when I got off stage, um, I walked out, out the back door and I, I grabbed my phone to take a look at what was happening, and what I saw was, I saw. The city of San Francisco had um, had canceled or, or uh, basically banned uh, public gatherings. Um, I saw that the Golden State Warriors would not be allowing fans into their stadium. I saw that Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz had mm-hmm. coronavirus. I saw the NBA sus- suspended the season, and I saw that Tom Hanks and Rita were in quarantine. Yes. And, and it was crazy because I think that that moment, not just for me, but for a lot of us, was kind of like the tipping point as it relates to this virus, where people who didn't think or were hoping, um entrepreneurs like you and me that were hoping that this is something that would be a sniffle, a sneeze, something we get through quickly, was going to be here for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand. And this is something that is wide-ranging. Now, as we speak today, restaurants are closing. You can only do carry-out and delivery. Uh, schools are closing all over the country. Uh, a lot of places are just closing down, and that trend might continue going forward. It's really going to force us to be more remote and more virtual. Those of us who already have a virtual component to our business are Set. We're miles ahead. But for those who don't have a virtual presence, it might be tough for a while.
2: Well, you're you're absolutely right. And I think um I, I think there's a couple things there to unpack. One mm-hmm. is it may be tough for a while. Mm-hmm. So uh if you take a look at the raw data, and here's the thing, I am not about fear and i am not about like i'm not a drama guy like and i am not i don't want to get anybody wound up what i want to do is i want to look at the data that we have and the data that we have has been changing almost every day because what we're dealing with is something that none of us have ever experienced before but the data that we have you know this morning is that um, that that the coronavirus has an incubation period of 10 to 14 days in your system, that when you get it, if you contract it, you have it for 10 to 14 days. It's kind of similar um, what you experience in terms of symptoms as a flu. But you are um, infectious for uh, between 37 and 40 days with mm. this thing. So if we just do that math and we figure that last week was probably the first week Kind of, of this kind of new thing that we're going through together. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week and you just do that math. I mean, we're talking about weeks here. You know, we're talking about, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks that we're going to need to hunker down. Mm-hmm. And that's probably in the best case scenario. What I'm seeing and, you know, last night Goldman Sachs had a, had a call for, for CEOs and there have been some other really incredible, um, uh, uh, presentations in the last 24 hours is that this is the kind of thing where as entrepreneurs, we're going to have to hunker down for the next six months. That's really kind of like a timeline that we're looking at in terms of dealing with this virus. Now, Mm -hmm. what we know about the virus is we know that the virus does not like heat. And so like other flus, the summer will help. But, you know, if we get, we're in March now, April, May, June, July, let's say it's gone in July, it's gonna take time for business activity to start back up. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take time for money to start flowing again. And so now is the time that we need to prepare ourselves, not just for the next day, the next one, for the next six months to 12 months. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me
1: ask this. For those who are in brick-and-mortar jobs and they have to stay home and they don't have a business, is this a good time to start a business?
2: Well, I I think it's a great – I think any time is a good time to start a business. But I think that the people that are going to be the most successful today um, coming through this and really positioning themselves um, to take off when we get past this period – are the ones that get out in front of customers and start asking questions. They start Mm -hmm. asking questions, you know, like, you know, what does this experience mean to you? What does it mean to your business? Um, what new needs do you have today that you didn't have a week ago? What new products and services um, do you need to help you to continue moving forward? And if I have a business and I'm already selling to that customer, what do we have that we can adapt? What can we do to change? What can we do to make what we have better to serve you? Or is there something new that you need us to build from the ground up? You see, the people that win now are going to be the people that listen. They get in front of customers. They ask the right questions. They listen. And then they go back and they adapt and they adjust. And the number one, the number one skill for anyone to have today is adaptability. It's to approach each new day as if it's the first day they've ever been in business. In Buddhism, we call this concept Shoshin. It means beginner's mind approach it as if you've never seen anything before and, and, and listen and then see what happens.
1: Oh, absolutely. We've got about a minute or so before our first break. I love the fact that you said the number one thing is to stay in front of your customers because that is so, so incredibly important. And I, you know, I, I don't know. We'll talk about this more after the break, but the whole idea of expansive thinking that I talked about in the introduction, I think is absolutely critical. Uh, a lot of people are in a mode of contraction right now, or they will be, and and they're looking to save and hoard and not spend. But the more that you invest in yourself, the more that you get better, uh, the the better off you're going to be in the end. What would you say about that? we got about 30 seconds to the break.
2: Well, what I would say is um – is whatever it was that made you incredible, like that one skill in business mm-hmm. eight days ago is your baggage today there's been a, never been a more important time to learn and take those new skills into this new economy absolutely. We are coming up against
1: our first break. This is success profiles radio. My very special guest is Scott Duffy, and we are talking about how to deal with the new coronavirus situation and how we can improve our businesses we'll be right back. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.bryankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's Briankwright.com.
0: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Duffy. He is a business expert. He has worked with people such as Tony Robbins, Richard Branson, and many, many more. And he is a business expert. And we're talking about how to adapt and how to not just survive but to thrive in this new business economy now that we have the coronavirus Upon us, and so Scott, you did a Facebook live this morning. You've got a Facebook group. Tell us about that first of all. You created a brand new Facebook group specifically for entrepreneurs who want their questions answers about how to survive and thrive and and keep going in this troubled time. So tell us about that.
2: Well, well I, you know, last week, um, I, last week I, it was kind of a nonstop. You know, flood of phone calls and emails and texts from entrepreneurs, small business owners that all had the same question, and the question was, "What do I do now?" And so um, I started to think about that, go online, and then over the weekend, I received about seven thousand emails from people, again, business owners all over the world, with the same question. And so I decided to to start a group on Facebook. Um, It is called, you know, what now, you know, how it's it's an entrepreneur's guide on how to manage through coronavirus recession, you know, and in uncertain times. And basically what we do is we get together for one hour every day, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, It is a large group of people. And we um, I share the latest things that I'm hearing. I have an exceptional network so that we can get ahead on stuff as an entrepreneur um I share tips on how to manage through these times we tackle all areas of our personal lives and of our business businesses um and then I open it up to the community and we talk about people's specific businesses their specific industries and we share what's working what's not working and ideas on how you can take advantage of this particular you know circumstance or situation to help grow your business
1: that is absolutely fantastic and I was there I was on your live and this is a fantastic Uh, community. Tell us again what the
2: name of that group is, and anyone can join it, right? Yes. Why Now? Entrepreneur's Guide to Managing Through Coronavirus, uh, Recession, and uh, Uncertain Times. Fantastic. I love that. So
1: let's talk about a few things that we can do to thrive in this new economy. You have isolated five things specifically, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So let's
2: start. Well, the first thing that we need to do as entrepreneurs is we need to panic faster. And here's the thing. i when I say panic, I'm not talking about fear. What I'm talking about is really um, really taking ownership and accepting what is going on around us, really being truthful with yourself. you know, if you're in business with partners, with your partners, um, with your 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 spouse, your significant other, and um, and really taking the actions that you need to take today in order to, number one, protect yourself financially, number two, to create a stronger foundation for your business today, and number three, position yourself moving forward. And this is so important. You know, the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make when um, you run into uncertain times like this is they they stop. They they fail to act. Um, it's almost as if they become paralyzed. And the reason is with so much uncertainty, and particularly in this particular pandemic that we're going through, so mm-hmm. much stuff that's new, they just don't know what to do. Right. And the problem is, business owners, while we're stopped, the market, uh, I'm sorry, you know, our cash flow is getting smaller and smaller every day. Yeah. Um, our burn rate may be the same and we're burning cash in our business. So it's incredibly important. You know, Jack Welsh, he was maybe the most iconic business leader, manager in America for the last 100, 200 years. He was incredible. He led GE. And when, when speaking to a group of entrepreneurs, he was asked, what is one piece of advice that you would give entrepreneurs today? And again, his answer, panic faster. Mm -hmm. It's not about fear. It's by taking the action that you need to take today in order to best protect yourself. And why is that important? I used to think as an entrepreneur, my number one job had something to do with leadership or vision or management or building a great team or whatever it is. What I've learned is that the number one job of any entrepreneur has nothing to do with business. The number one job for every entrepreneur is learning how to protect themselves financially. So Hmm. if things like this happen or they take longer than planned, they go sideways in the business, they're protected. They can recover and they can bounce right back. So with regard to doing that and protecting yourself, um, there's a few things that you should do. The first is to protect yourself financially financially. I'm advising all entrepreneurs to do this, to print out your last two months of bank statements Mm. and start with auto pay. Take a look at all of the things that are hitting your account every single month that you don't need anymore. And if you don't have to have it, what I would do is I would shut it off. The second thing is credit cards and credit card debt. If you have credit card debt and you pay monthly, the best thing you could do is call the credit card issuers today. And talk to them about coronavirus. And what I have heard from so many people is after doing that over the past few days, their credit card companies are pushing back their payments one, two, sometimes three months. Wow. The key is you have to be proactive now, and it's not hurting your credit. The third thing is if you have a mortgage I would do the same thing. I would do the exact same thing. I would reach out to whoever the bank is that holds the mortgage and I would have the same conversation with them. Now the thing is, we all hear this, we know this, it might sound it might sound like okay counsel, but um again, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we get stuck and fail to act. Mm. If there is one thing that you do today, Stop people from getting into your account and taking cash during a period where you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from. Does that make sense? Yes,
1: absolutely. So let's just say you you are cash tight and you want to find out if your credit card companies will reduce your interest rate or give you a credit line increase, and your credit is not very good. What do you do?
2: Well, I think that – I think that there are a lot of people whose credit will potentially go sideways right now because they're not able to pay their monthly – excuse me, their monthly payments. However, um, personally, I don't know how much that matters in the big picture. Personally, the most important thing is cash. And to yeah. hold on to as much cash as you can. But here's the thing: as long as you're proactive and you call the credit card companies, mm-hmm. you call these issuers, and I have not tell, I've not had one person tell me that after making these types of phone calls, they didn't get relief. I have people that have done it with um, auto leases, auto payments. All that type of stuff. These are unprecedented times and I really don't think that the big companies want to be known as the companies that made it harder for people like you and me Mm -hmm. during these times. And so they're, they're helping. And and I had, gosh, I've had a lot of people reach out to me asking me about rent in the past 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, what about my rent at home? What about my office rent? Here's what I understand from people I've been talking to in California, in government, and in Washington. I would expect over the next two or three days some type of announcement here in California and, and another in in Washington with regard to protecting people so that they can't be evicted right now, protecting people with regard to their mortgages, things like that. I think all of those things are being worked on. And so, um, you know, most of us pay rent or pay our office lease at the First of the month, right Mm -hmm. now, focus on auto pays, focus on credit cards, focus on car loans, focus on things like that. And then, after you've done this personally, then we can start to talk about your business.
1: That is fantastic advice. I love that. I hope that this helps all of you who are listening because this is absolutely critical right now. We're going through unprecedented times. We're chartering new waters, and it's really great to see people working with each other and trying to make things easier for us in these uncertain times. So that was number one, panic faster. What is the second thing you would recommend so that we can thrive in this new economy?
2: Protect your business financially. And when you are protecting your business financially, there's several steps to take. And I'm going to just try and keep it really simple. The first is in the same way we just went through that process personally, going through all of our bank statements, our our credit cards, all that stuff um, to work on relief. We have to do the same process with our business today. Pull out all your business statements and go through them. And anything that is not essential, pause it, cancel it, put it on hold reach out to lenders, creditors, things like that. It is so important. The faster you get on this, the more help that you're going to get. Okay. I want you to remember that the faster you get in this, the more help that you're going to get and the more cash you're going to be able to take. I had somebody this morning say to me, well, all of my monthly utility bills, rent, credit card bills, everything's already hit this month. Well, okay. Still, do it now and get ahead of next month. There is no need to wait on any of this. And on a day or a week, over the next next two, three days, where so many people are stuck, where the world seems to be in many cases on pause, I, I just saw that France has now banned family and social gatherings, and I saw that San Francisco has now uh, banned uh, residents. Uh, everyone has to shelter in place. Mm. So now you're not supposed to be outside at all. You're supposed to mm. stay in your house. So as this type of thing is is happening, um, and and we're getting our feet under us, you have time. Make the time to stay focused and to take care of these things for your personal and your and your business stuff. It is so important. And I think you know the next thing that we'll talk about after the finances is we're going to start to talk about narrative and keeping your people engaged yeah. because these are two topics that are so important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've got less than three minutes to our next break. I think that taking action is really, really critical. Don't sit on the sidelines, be proactive and, and take action and improve yourself. Keep, keep marketing, keep doing what you can, because I'll tell you what, if you keep expanding and controlling the narrative, like we'll probably talk about, you will replace or, or get a better position over people who are contracting because now the competition isn't as active because you've stayed active. Does that sound right?
2: Well, yes, and you know I, I saw you know, someone else in the training space yesterday, I watched a video they did a live, and they were talking about now is the time to get bigger, 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 bigger well here 's the thing um, I can be as passionate about life and business as as you know is as, as, as all you know heck, but if i can 't get out of bed because i 'm not taking care of myself i got a problem. Mm-hmm. If if you're a business and you don't have a financial footing right now, it's going to be very difficult for you to expand. Yeah. And so the first thing we want to do is to protect ourselves financially, stop any bleeding. And then once we've done that, put our plan in, in place for listening to customers and expanding in this market.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And uh, gosh, we've got maybe about a minute or so to our next break. And- yeah,
2: what I was gonna say is, you know, one yeah. thing to talk about before we hit that break is yeah. is is the focus that all of us need to have on the solution and not the problem. Yeah. And wow, that is tough today. It is so tough because every time we turn on the television, every time we go to a news site that we that we follow, every time we get on social media, Everything that we see feels like bad news. It feels like the whole world is coming apart. And the narrative is based on fear. But what you're going to do today is you're going to take control. You're going to get on your toes and you're going to step into your power. And the way that you do that, again, is by protecting your downside first. It starts with your personal finance. Then it's your business finance. And then, in order to do all that, controlling the narrative in your head. Stay focused on where you want to go. And putting yourself right now, never more important, around people, people that are going to help you to stay in that positive mindset.
1: Fantastic. We're coming up against our next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Scott Duffy, and we will come right back after the break. Please stay here. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you want to know more about how to write a non-fiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.bryankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's Briankwright.com.
0: This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world.
1: If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at PhoneSites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's PhoneSites.com forward slash Brian. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Scott Duffy. If you've not picked up my brand new book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. It's a compilation of some of the best interviews from my show, including Kevin Harrington, Chris Powell, Dan Locke, Brad Sugars, and so many more. So, Scott, we've talked about taking care of our personal financial situation. We've talked about organizing our business
2: affairs. Now, what do we do next? The next important thing to do is to control the narrative inside of your company and your organization. And this is so important because we are, we are focused as leaders on so many different things. Like the first thing is, oh my gosh, you know, what's going on out there? What does it mean? And we're running those th- scenarios through our head. We are at the same time we're out there trying to make sure that we shore up our finances, we protect ourselves financially, do the things that we've already talked about. But while all this is taking place everybody that works for you whether they're an FTE they're a full-time employee they're a contractor um, you know they're a part-time they're they're a temporary they're they're, they're in, 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 in their, an intern all of these people are asking themselves three questions what is happening what does it mean to me and what do I do so what's happening? What does it mean to me? And what do I do? And they're having this dialogue in their head all day long. And without the benefit of someone giving them a narrative, they'll make up their own. And and, and let me get, just give you an example. Um, I mentioned how at the beginning of this, of this show, yeah. how um, I spoke on Tuesday night, how I signed a bunch of books. And after I signed the bunch of books or, or when I sat down to sign the books, it was like 150, 200 people that got in line. And I'm sitting there. And I had just read all the headlines on my phone and I was looking at the line and everyone had their phone out and they were seeing the headlines for the first time that day. Mm. And so what happened? The first person whose book I signed said, what do you think about this? And then what do you think about that? And the further along we went down the line, the more time people had to to look at these headlines and ask themselves those three questions, the more they started to make up their own narrative about what was going to happen with their company.
1: Yeah.
2: And and the leader wasn't there to help them stay focused and drive a narrative. And so it is incredibly important that as a leader that, that you stand up and do that. Now, how do you do it? You don't lie to anybody. You don't try and hide the truth. You don't try and just work along the edges. You don't try and fudge things. Instead, what you want to do is illuminate. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. You have got to be transparent about what this is, what it means to the company, and what it means to all of us. It's incredibly important because if you don't, you know, in a social media world, everyone knows what's going on and so um if you're not straight with people you will lose all credibility and all trust as a leader and during a time of crisis if that's when you lose it you will never get it back and so it's incredibly important that you're you're straight with with these people and also it's important to bring them into a solution so uh, the example would be um you know, you've hired smart people, whether they're your employees again or your contractors or whatever. And 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 what happens is when we're managing from the top and we're in leadership, we get so busy doing kind of the things that we do that over time we hand off responsibility, um, you know, in, in things like day to day account management, um, vendor management, and stuff like that to other people. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we are not as close to the market. As these people are in many cases. And so the odds are, by the time you deliver bad news to somebody, they've known about it for a month. And so again, it's so important that you're not only transparent, but also because these people are closer, they may be listening. Use them, empower them to ask the right questions of the people that they're talking to so they can find out what new needs are emerging in the marketplace and they can bring that to you in the group so you can maybe figure out ways to solve these problems together. And, and you know, and it's like there are always, there's always opportunities. There's always opportunities. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, I have a buddy. He's got a company. They're the number one provider of delivery drivers to you know the gig economy in the United States today. Mm -hmm. And they deal with the biggest of the big boxes. And they got a call from one of those clients. um, I think it was Friday. And just a few minutes before, he reached out to me and he said, hey, I'm really nervous. I don't know if they're going to shut down, if I'm going to be fired as a client, if they need more. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, he got off the call, and what he learned was when that particular big box decided when one of its employees got coronavirus, they were going to shut down the entire store and push people online. And it was a way for them to actually introduce and to launch um, through this crisis – a new basically online platform, a competitor to a big company let 's say like Walmart or Amazon sure and okay. what they ended up asking them for was a thousand more drivers a thousand so you know it 's just sometimes it creates opportunity today, I was talking to some friends up in San Francisco, and um, they run these you know big tech companies that you read about, and they were telling me how they have thousands of people that are working from home now that have never really worked from home, maybe a day here, a day there, but now that's where they are. And they thought, okay, it will be easy for people to work from home. But what they hadn't thought out was a lot of those workers don't have laptops, don't have printers, don't have scanners, don't have fast internet access, don't Mm -hmm. know how to connect the route, like all these issues. Right. And the question that came up was, what would happen if somebody started a service today to help big companies like Google, like like these big companies, to set their workers up at home? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, you know, I talked to another person today who is a teacher, and the teacher is looking at, at, at their checkbook. They're and they're saying, "Well, we we are out of school our district for the next four weeks." And if we're going to be out for four weeks, okay, take a deep breath. If we're going to be out for the next six months, I'm really scared. And I said to myself, well, you know, I have two kids and I want my kids to continue to learn. I got to work right now. And, And so I don't have time to sit down next to them and to do that. And they're at home. What would happen if you created some kind of virtual learning thing? You could do it for free through Skype or through Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm. And you could tutor these kids. There's a business opportunity there, right? right. And so there are opportunities everywhere. The key is to ask, ask, ask people what's going on and what they need.
1: That is absolutely beautiful. I, I love that because there are opportunities everywhere now especially when you focus on solutions and not on the problems like we talked about before so we've talked about uh, panicking faster we've talked about protecting your business financially we've talked about controlling the narrative within your company what else can we do
2: we talked about getting your your team engaged and and now let's talk about getting in front of customers yes so there has never there's never a better time to get in front of customers than at the beginning of a market crash. And by the way, when I say market crash, you know, uh, um, this is a really interesting time and experience for us because what we're experiencing right now is not because of some kind of financial systemic break, um, in, in our financial system. This is an, an event driven, um, type of situation. So it's completely different. It probably, because it's event driven is a lot more like, you know, uh, like, uh, 9-11 mm-hmm. than it is when the market crashed in September of 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully what that means again is that we, we bounce back, we bounce back faster, um, than we did in, in 2008. But when these, when these types of things happen again, we tend to try as sales slump to sell what we have more and harder, more and harder, more and harder. Yeah. What we stop doing because we get so caught up in fear is we we stop asking hmm. people what they need. So what I recommend at this time is to reach out to your customers. Um, if you have big customers, talk to the founders and the CEOs. If you have mid sized co- customers, the founders, CEOs. If they're all small customers, talk to as many as you can. Be an asset and a resource for them. And really figure out what problems that you can solve. And this is not about ta- – when I say taking advantage of the opportunity, this is not about taking advantage of people. This is about serving people in a way that other people aren't, which gives you better leverage and gives you more power in the marketplace. That's mm-hmm. what this is about. And so get in front of your customers.
1: Yeah. that is
2: Yeah, good. And I was going to say, last thing is, when I say get in front, it doesn't mean that you have to literally be sitting next to them. What it means is schedule Zoom calls, Google Hangouts, schedule Skype calls. You know, make sure that you get in front of people visually so they can see these are the things that I want them to see from you. Right. Love, empathy, truth, and accountability. Let them see that through the through the video versus sending them a text an email or making a phone call. be a real person you said
1: love empathy a truth truth
2: and accountability
1: is beautiful that 's a beautiful and, list yeah
2: and, and let me tell you what I mean by accountability because it's so important. What I mean by accountability is starting today nobody Nobody on this on on this listening to this show is going to blame anything other than themselves for what happens from today going forward, Mm -hmm. personally or in their business. Yeah. See, you know what what tends to happen is we blame the market, we blame the crisis, we blame the coronavirus, we blame whatever. What we have to do is starting today take complete and total accountability, and from that place that's where we become solution oriented and that's where the magic happens and that is absolutely important
1: uh, you you have to have all those qualities and i've heard you say and i love this it's so brilliant the number one job of being in business today is being in business tomorrow i mean you have to do what you can to keep yourself going
2: you do i mean you you, you that's the thing is um you you can't stop you have to keep moving forward. And by the way, when we talk about moving forward, keep moving. Even yeah. though, you know, you may be in your house or you may be not going to work, like walk around the block. You know, the, the more you just sit around and dwell in this kind of thing, the more weight, the, the unhealthier it is, the, 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 the more negative your thinking will become. Motion creates emotion. Mm-hmm. Get out there and just move around a little bit and it will be amazing the way it will open things up.
1: Absolutely. We've got about a minute or so until our final break. I cannot believe how fast this is going. We are talking about not just surviving, but thriving in uncertain times, especially with the coronavirus affecting every aspect of our lives. And this has been such a valuable discussion so far. And we'll talk about more. We've talked about four things so far that you can do to thrive in this new economy. We'll talk about number five when we come back from the break. But one thing that I I heard you say this morning, which I thought was really brilliant, uh, and I guess we'll talk about it after the break because we are coming right up, but the idea of pre-selling your offering, if people aren't buying for now, they can certainly buy for later, especially with travel being heavily restricted. And uh, we'll talk about some of that when we come back from the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And if you haven't gotten Scott's most recent book, it's called Breakthrough. You'll love it. It's absolutely brilliant. Get it on Amazon right now. We'll come back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio.
0: The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business,
1: what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Duffy. And we're talking about five ways you can thrive in the new economy and how to survive and thrive through crisis. We're talking specifically about the current situation with coronavirus and everything being shut down and how it's totally changing the way that we're interacting amongst each other. And it's changing the way that we do business. So we've talked about four of the five things that you can do to thrive in this uncertain time. So, Scott, what is number five?
2: Well... Number five is to cut once and cut deep. And, and let me tell you why this is so timely. About 20 seconds ago, <laughs> 30 seconds ago, uh, Donald Trump, uh, he announced that America needs to go on lockdown until August 15th. Wow. So, um, so we went from a situation where schools were starting to close and things like that. And the guidance was four weeks. So we've just gone from four weeks to what's that uh, three months. Where are we? August, March, April, May, June, July. July we're talking is four months. August, August is five, five months. So we're talking five months right now. So, um, so this last point is incredibly important to cut once and cut deep, cut deep for most employers. And again, we're focused on talking to entrepreneurs and small business owners, and and most of those people um, are either solopreneurs or they uh, they have employees, they have contractors that work for them. And and here is um, what happens: you take a look at your budget and you take a look at your spending. And for most people, the one number one or number two line item is your team. And so if you you know if we're now looking at the world feeling like this. For the next five to six months – With, by the way, Brian, this is where I started at the beginning of the show, six months. So the next five to six months, then the question is, is the amount of cash that you have coming in or you believe will come in going to be able to cover all of those people, all that office space, all that staffing that you have? What happens with most entrepreneurs is they get hopeful and they try and effectively stage their uh, their, uh, letting people go. And making these adjustments. That is the worst possible move that you can make. And I wish that somebody told me this, you know, in 2000. Like I wish somebody had a manual, but let me just save you the time. I mean, let me, let me save you the heartache because here's what happens. If you make a small incremental cut, the rest of the company knows what's going on. And so what's going to happen is everyone else is going to be so scared that they're next, that what they're going to do is they're going to spend all their time brushing off their resumes, updating their LinkedIn accounts, and getting really clear like that they're talking with other people about what's going on in their circumstance. Right? They're, they're focused on everything and anything except for their job, but you're paying them. Mm. So it is really important, as opposed to doing that to people and doing that in steps, to cut one time and do it incredibly deep. If you think you need to cut 20%, cut 50%. If you think you need to cut 50%, cut 80%. Cut incredibly deep. Hold on to your cash as long as you can. Get scrappy. Then the people that stay with you, that you, that stay in your team, those people will not only like know how valued they are, they'll know like all these things. What they'll, what they'll do is they'll be incredibly loyal. They'll work five times as hard for you, but they'll yeah. be locked into their job. Yeah. That's the most important part. They're locked into their job. So cut once and cut deep.
1: That is absolutely fantastic. And you know, I've been a part of a, a cut. Uh, at a company that I worked at and there were several waves. And of course the question lingered, well, are they going to do this again? Are yeah. they going to do this again? Am I next? Are you next? Who's going to be here six months from now? Cutting once and cutting deep should solve all of those problems. And that is absolutely the best thing that you can probably do.
2: Short-term pain, long-term gain. And, and I'm not asking anybody to do anything that I think is is easy. I right. mean, maybe one of to- the the worst days in my life was a day I had to do a big, a big layoff, um, over at Virgin. And, you know, I, I was so sick. I woke up, I threw up that morning. Um, I didn't sleep that night. I threw up that morning. I like, um, I, I remember that before I was walking out and I had such tight tight chest pain, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And Mm -hmm. somebody saw me and took me back into my office and I laid on the couch and we closed the door and we like did breathing exercises. Like I get it. I totally freaking get it, you know? And so, uh, but 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 it's the reality the number one job for you as an entrepreneur today is to be in business tomorrow the number one person you have to protect as an entrepreneur is yourself and that's what i need you to focus on today and then what we're going to do is we're going to build up from there and And for people that, that need help with this stuff, if they can't, don't feel they can do it alone, they can join our Facebook group. I work with people like this is all I've been doing all week is Mm -hmm. like really getting in and rolling up my sleeves and going through budgets and creating new plans and helping companies reposition. You can just, you know, hit me up on social media and, and I'm happy to help you. That's great. So I alluded
1: to a topic before the break that I would like to bring up now. Those of us who are in the live event industry, those of us who are speakers, those of us who might be event planners or whose major lion's share of revenue comes from doing seminars, that all changes now, especially if the lockdown is going to happen for as long as we're talking about now. You mentioned this morning in your Facebook Live, which I thought was brilliant, is that Assuming that we're able to start doing live events in 2021, why not pre-sell our offerings at a deep discount to get cash now? You've been talking about cash flow and having cash now during this entire show. What do you think about that?
2: I think it's a good idea. I think um, there's there's two things to consider. Um, one is, yes, I mean if you if you want to go on a big trip next year, now may be maybe the time to buy a ticket on an airline. If you want to bring in quick cash, you may want to pre-sell products and service. The key, if you're gonna use that live on now, you need to make sure that you set those things up in a way that you'll be able to actually execute them when the event happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, if you're pre-selling an event and you sell a hundred spots, you need to make sure that it's in a place, you know, where you can put two, three, four hundred people so that you can fill that up later and you can pay for everything and you can make money and not be in a position where you have to return everybody's cash yeah. so you can pre pre-sell just do it smartly absolutely and
1: virtual events i think are going to be a huge Huge thing now. We, I did a virtual event, Authorpreneur Live, back in January was for people who want to write their books and market and leverage them for greater advantage. And that was really successful. We had people attending. We had speakers. We had offers and the content was very, very valuable. So people who have never done a virtual event before, that might be a solution for now.
2: It definitely, it definitely could be. I mean, it definitely could be to create. To create digital events, you know, and the key about all this is if you want to make money doing this, what you have to do is you have to address people's needs and mm-hmm. not all of their needs. Don't try to address one. I, I'm an event producer and I, I can't do live events now. How can I teach event producers how to do events now? Mm-hmm. You know, you're a teacher and you can't teach from school and get paid by the district. How can you make money teaching and build a great business? I'll tell you what, what the government predicted two years ago, Bain and company supports it as well is that there's 30 million entrepreneurs in the United States today, entrepreneurs and small business owners with coming recession with uh, advances in robotics and artificial intelligence. All of the projections, everything is consistent are that the number of entrepreneurs, from 30 million a couple of years ago to over 70 million in the next few years. That's how many people are going to be on their own, working from home, solopreneurs, small teams, things like that. And so what, what you need to understand is there's, there's opportunity in that. There's that entire change in the workforce and the entire shift in how people learn. It's coming. It's coming big. It's coming fast. And what I just, I just beg you to do as, as entrepreneurs, what I beg you to do is listen, forget every freaking thing that you've ever learned, forget everything that you know about what's, what's worked in the past and listen and learn and adapt. And that is what's going to get you through this.
1: Absolutely. One of your favorite topics is bootstrapping because mm-hmm. we have to raise money somewhere. Do you think that's easier now or do you think it's more difficult now?
2: So I'm, I'm launching a platform and it just, it's so funny that timing. I am launching an entrepreneur Academy. It is an online thing. I'm not going to share everything that's in it, but it's really freaking cool. And it is, it is the best place for people anywhere online, anywhere in the world to get training and certifications around, um, around being an entrepreneur, and I'm in partnership with some incredible people on this. I have never seen money race towards a deal or a business as fast as it has in the last week Mm. because it is. if you take a look at the timing, I would rather have a terrible idea in a good market than a great idea at the wrong time. Mm. The key when you're raising money or you're trying to, you're trying to raise money right now is that you have to have something that really hits a really big pain for, point for people right now. And it's a have to have, it's a must have not a nice to have. And if your thing is not that and you're trying to raise money for it, well, just forget about it. But if your thing is, it can be adapted to that. Adapt it first, go talk to people, and then go raise money for it. There's, the one thing that we know about this race, this run up over the past few years, is there is more cash on the sidelines than any time in history. There are a lot of people sitting on a lot of cash, and there are a lot of invest, and, and you know, that's one of the reasons why when people are looking at this market and what's happening to the stock market, it's a different kind of concern. It's not systemic. There's a lot of money out there. I mean, last week, two weeks ago, we were jamming as an economy. The, the, the problem is people are being told not to go home and not to go to work because of an event. Mm-hmm. And it's a different, it's a different kind of thing. So respond to that challenge. And that's where your magic is.
1: Absolutely, We've got two minutes until the end. What else would you like for us to know and what else would you possibly suggest in addition to everything that you've already talked about so far?
2: The number one thing I want people to know is they are not alone, that being an entrepreneur is an incredibly lonely job, Mm -hmm. especially when times are tough, because you don't feel like you can talk about what is going on, at least not to everyone or not to everyone at the same time. Um, You don't want to bring it to your investors or your employees or your sometimes your family. And there's only so much everyone can take. But you need an outlet and you need to know that you're not alone. So I would really encourage you hop into our group. It's free. It's not going to cost you a dime. And it is a place where people like me and Brian, where we congregate and we're helping people to get through this time And, and 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 be open. You know, When times are tough, what do most people do? They do the same thing that worked when times were good, but they do them more and harder, more and harder, more and harder. In the meantime, the market's changing and the skills required to ex- excel in the new market are different than the ones that worked in the previous market. If we're not learning and we're not adapting and we're not quick to the update, it's, it's really easy to fall by the wayside. And finally, Add value. Contribute as much value as you possibly can right now to your community. And I think if you do that, you'll position yourself to be a leader in people's minds as, things, as as we all go through this together.
1: That is absolutely fantastic. Scott, thank you so much for being here. This was so valuable. I hope everyone got something meaningful out of this. And uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Success Profiles Radio. It's been great to having you back. Awesome. Great to be here. All right, and thanks all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio, and please join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview another world-class expert about things going on in the world and their success and the things they overcame and what we can do to further our situation. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.